You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. It's Ashley Winch from Kansas City, Missouri, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on Horse Radio Network for Friday, October 13th, Ooh, episode 3,285. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse world. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. We're wrapping up our week off and boy, have we been busy behind the scenes. Today, we're going to be revisiting episode 1983 featuring Jennifer Knapp, who will discuss how she helps people start and build profitable businesses in the horse world. The episode will also cover international helmet awareness and the latest in study show really bad ads and teenage social media drama after a word or two from our friends at Ride TV and My New Horse. Speaking of... Get out there and ride. Happy weekend, friends. For first-time horse owners and new riders, finding the information and support you need can be challenging. That's why Equine Network has partnered with Sentinel and Absorbing to bring you My New Horse. From important horsekeeping information and how-to videos to social media communities, exclusive experiences, and more, My New Horse is your one-stop shop for riders of all levels and disciplines looking for easy-to-understand horse care information and guidance. Start your horse ownership journey today. Visit MyNewHorse.com. You can enjoy your favorite equine videos all in one place with Ride TV, the ultimate equine streaming platform. The newly relaunched Ride TV has all the series you love, like mini horses and ridiculous ranches, plus top-tier training videos and event footage from Horse and Rider On Demand and BarrelRacing.com. Live the action, learn from the pros, love the stories. Subscribe to Ride TV today for only $19.99 to see where your ride takes you. Visit RideTVGo.tv to subscribe. Well, good Friday morning. It is definitely Freestyle Friday, and I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Phoenix, Arizona, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for July 27th episode. Wait. <laughs> what is it, Jim? I can't read. It's Friday. I'm really tired. I've just got in late last night. My flight was delayed. <laughs> 1983. Isn't that a Taylor Swift album? Yeah. Or is it? 1987. I don't know. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Welcome. This didn't look great. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's hurt. tired and grumpy this morning. Jemmy's here. She's tired and grumpy. I'm for a change. I'm the only one not tired and grumpy this morning. So I'm not grumpy. I know, I'm your perkiness tired. is annoying me. 
<laughs> She's grumpy. She's grumpy today. All right. Uh, I have a follow-up to Wednesday's show. Of course, we had a live report like we do every year from Chincoteague, and uh, the swim was on Wednesday. Well, yesterday they held the auction, and I have the report from the auction. The Chincoteague Volunteer Fire Company raised $228,000 in the pony sales this year. Um, a three-month filly was the first one sold for $1,000, and that was pretty low. The average pony this year came in at $4,300. Prices okay. have been going up at the sale. Um, Is this the, and all the proceeds go to the volunteer firefighter company, right? Yeah, that was how it started. We went over the history on Wednesday. That's how it started back in the early 1900s. They needed a fire Can truck, you? and that, it's they always get been that $228, way. Two hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars in pony sales. Can you imagine the gym in that fire station? <laughs> Uh, or the night, very nice, shiny fire trucks. Uh, a total of 53 ponies were sold during the auction, 24 colts, 29 fillies. Of the 53 foals, 10 were buybacks, which means they'll go back to uh, the island, and somebody buys them, and they ship them back, and it's just a way of donating money. Basically, they didn't want the horse. But there's a cool story about one of those buybacks, and that's Judy Ann White of Hanover, Ohio, has been attending the pony penning since 1969. She's been going every year since 1969. She's always dreamed of buying a, a buyback pony. Well, this year she achieved that dream for $20,000. She's been putting her pennies away. <laughs> and the foal gets sent back to the island. She said it's something she always wanted to do. And one of the things that you get to do when you buy a buyback pony is you get to name the pony and it gets to live there forever. And she uh, will come and visit it. Of course, she comes every year. And she said her buyback pony name is Judy Sunshine because her first name is Judy. So she named the pony Judy Sunshine. I'm going to name it after me. Drop That's the right. mic, girl. You go. 20 grand. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> so this is Jamie Jennings of the Horse Radio Network. <laughs> She's so cute. Look at her go. She's on the island. <laughs> that might be a little long for the certificate. I, don't know. <laughs> I also think you got to add in from Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Put that in there. Where it's hot. It's really, really hot. <laughs> All right, Jemmy. Uh, are you too grumpy to tell us what's coming on, or are you okay with that? I think I can handle it. I okay. think I can handle it. <laughs> She's had a beer. All right. Well, on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't out me, Jamie. All right. On today's <laughs> show, guest Jennifer, guest Jennifer Knapp comes on to discuss how she helps people start and build profitable businesses in the horse world. We'll talk about International Helmet Awareness Day that's coming up right around the corner. And we bring you the latest in study show, really bad ads, and some teenage social media drama on this Freestyle Friday. Thank you very much, Jemmy. All right. Daily Winnie time. Okay, we continue with a record number of auditors, and definitely we have had more auditors sign up in July than we have in any month since we started. So thank you to all of them. New ones since we announced it this week are Lillian Harmon, Albert. How do you think you saw his last name? A Agabetti? Biddy? Agabetti? Agabetti? Just say, pick something and own it. Albert you A. You freaking last name. Albert A. Yeah. is, uh, And thank you. Another guy. We had two guys this week. Aaron Anderson and Courtney Edwards. And also, we have a birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to you. 
Auditor birthdays, Ellen Atridge and Jackie Thiessen. And Jackie became an auditor just this week, also earlier in the week. So just uh, it, for we those new, new auditors that hear that sound effect and you're like, oh, my God, that's the most annoying Winnie of all time. That's Chili, who lives in my backyard, who screams anytime any one of his friends is gone. So that haunts my soul. <laughs> and Glenn took that audio because I was making fun of Chili. And then uses it on the birthday thing just to make me happy i cringe yeah just well here this will make you happy (laughs) there's the little baby zara though so we're good um i just wanted to give a little mic drop shout out daily winnie to justify just to let you guys know our triple crown winner justify has been retired he has been having some some trouble with one of his fetlocks, his ankles, they say, in racing, and some bill in his ankle, which is code for I, swelling in a fetlock. I, I know. I just <laughs> never heard it. I, the, the article that I read had in the title, due to ankle filling, and I went, yeah, I never heard it quite put that way before. <laughs> That's racetrack speak for swelling in his fetlock. (laughs) They call him ankles. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, they are going to retire him. I guess the timing is they wanted to finish him up in the Breeders' Cup Classic. And of course, he would have slayed in that. But they're not going to have any, you know, with all the time off, he's not going to be ready to come back. And then breeding season starts in the spring. And they want to, you know, of course, cash in on all of that. Do you realize he earned almost $4 million in six races? undefeated in six races of course too so uh they're retiring him they're like we're sending him to the breeding shed so congratulations justify we love you i hope your ankle filling gets better soon you know what maybe some poultice or some alcohol wraps or some sweating if bob wants to call me mr baffert i will help you (laughs) (laughs) so what were you up to you were gone on wednesday and it was a surprise it was like okay i'm out tomorrow I called you Tuesday and I'm like, hey, yeah. I'm not going to be on the show tomorrow because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go get on a plane right now. That's the fun part of being an airline pilot's wife is we can just like l- l- drop the mic and just hop on a plane and giddy up. It was great. So, um, but it was all very mysterious. She didn't tell me. She said, oh, you'll learn about it on Friday. You know what? It was. It's not that big a deal. But I remember I told you guys a little bit about the land. We had 11 acres in Oklahoma. Going back, catching you guys up, we started to start the build and water filled up and the water table's too high to, you can build on it, but it was going to cost an extra several thousand dollars to build right Basically there. build a mountain. You had to build, build a mountain. Yeah, you had to build a mountain <laughs> and, and it reinforce it with double concrete and rebar. So <laughs> I just, and, and the builder was like, we can do it. No problem. And I said, Chad, pull the plug done done with this this is taking too long i'm not happy i don't want anything to do with it at this point the property looks and we had been paying somebody to mow pieces of it but the property looks like a freaking jungle <laughs> at this point and you want if you just drive by you get a tick you know, i was like i'm out it's too wet it's like a jungle there's ticks everywhere I don't want any part of it so we decide to sell as we're leaving that place the tick infested jungle and driving back to the house we decide okay we're going to start looking at other places to see what that money we would have spent would look like and so we start looking at wow we're like we get a lot more for our money if something's already built you know what i mean like all of a sudden 
Sure, that a money lot less that we hassle. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, and a lot less hassle. So we start looking around. And we look at all sorts of different price ranges. And I come across, on the way, driving back from looking at another place, I see this little sign. And it's just this tiny little for sale sign. Like, pull over! <laughs> they have a fence, of course. I hop the fence. The house, picture this. It's 1950. <laughs> You've built your dream house. Does it still have it's, the orange kitchen? Oh, God. It's <laughs> so ugly. And the this house garbage. looks... It's like stacked vertical stone but that's like, there's no window. It looks like a, a war bunker, okay? <laughs> From 1950, they're like, just in case the war comes. Well, it is tornado country, so they were just prepared. Yeah, so <laughs> so there's this house built, and it's 1950, and there's a shed off to the side that looks like it could house a tractor or hay or something. And behind that... Behind this 1950s house and this old shed and, and of course, the underground tornado bunker that scares the absolute hell out of me that I won't, I just can't imagine going down in the ground in that thing. I feel like, a, anyway, panic attack. But if you go past Was it infested that, with spiders and black widows? I didn't open and- it. I couldn't even look. <laughs> I didn't even want to know. I don't want to know what those things look like. So, anyway, just past that is the most beautiful 18 acres that I've ever seen. It is rolling pastures. There's trees scattered throughout really old, really old, very well-established oak trees. This is a farm that used to be owned by this old couple, and they've lived there since 1950. When they built the house, they've taken immaculate care of it, but they have both since passed. And the children, it's in a trust, and the children don't want anything to do with it. Now, it's been a sheep and cattle farm forever. So they've taken really good care of it. The fencing, uh, it's already fenced. It's not my kind of fence, but that can it's safe fence. Or at least it's standing It's not fence. barbed wire. It's not barbed wire. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. There's like a roll of barbed wire on the top, which I'll have to go. But it's so cleared out, and everything else is so overgrown around it, that even along the fence line, there's just trees and bushes up on the other side. So it doesn't even matter if you, you could take the fence out. Horses couldn't get through the trees. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. So we make an offer and we close in a couple weeks. Oh, wow. So, they accepted. Yeah. Yeah. They accepted. Well, we just, we're like, we'll take it. We'll take full price off. Go. Because, because we realize it's a trust and there's no negotiating at this right. point. It's just, it's, and it was so cheap. Oh my gosh. It's, it was so cheap. Believe it or not, they didn't. It's the price of the land. They didn't even include the home in the price. <laughs> They're like, whoever's going to get this is going to bulldoze this. However, we're not going to bulldoze it. We're going to live in it uh, for a year, probably, while, <laughs> while our other house is being built. So soon enough, I'm going to be doing the show from my little 1950s bunker. <laughs> um, hopefully, With the orange if kitchen. all works. <laughs> With the orange kitchen. Oh, gosh. I cannot wait to show you. The three triple, the, the, the back bedrooms are carpeted. Mm. And they're carpeted in like that tri-brown. Oh, yes. <laughs> Every like, house had them. Every single yeah. house had that. Exactly. Are any of the rooms it. painted pink? No, but they're all kind of orangey-yellow, because yeah. I don't think they've been painted in forever. 50s. And what was have... it? 50s and orange. Orange was a thing. I know. The countertop. Got... The house we moved into, our big farmhouse, which had a crappy kitchen, the countertops were pumpkin bright orange. 
Yeah, Ugh. this is a disaster. But I did notice in one of the bedrooms that there's a mirror with like gold swirls through oh, yeah. it that, that you can't take off the wall. Yeah, you can't. They they were common too. <laughs> I think it'd be I think it'd be sacrilegious to take that off the wall. I think that belongs. To, <laughs> and it's tinted yellow, so it kind of makes you look off color. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And the lighting is so poor. It's so hideous. And there's the, one plug the- every three rooms. yeah and they did an addition so there is this concrete addition that seems to be some sort of tile floor is there a barn at all you're gonna have to build a barn we'll have to build a barn yeah yeah they have a a big run-in shed for the cows and sheep you know but obviously not to my standards so um anyway so the reason so we've had this but chad has started freaking out about the fact that we have this jungle full of ticks that's just growing and he wants to sell the land. So we got to mow that. And then if we get this place, we got to mow that because it can't just have that sitting. <laughs> so now you own so, two places, basically. So now we own two places, <laughs> uh, an 18. Three, actually, because you live in one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Gosh, we're like a little house poor at this point. Um, <laughs> so he's like, we need a tractor. So I started looking around. And also, did you know that there is a Facebook page called the Oklahoma Farm Swap Meet. Well, I didn't. <laughs> of course there is. But there is the Oklahoma Farm Swap Meet. So I went on the Oklahoma Farm Swap Meet, and I saw a tractor. And I, I was like, steal. And it was, of course, like, this guy bought this property where the guy had sold everything that came with it, and he already had a tractor, so he didn't need the tractor. So we go, and basically what we did is we went and bought a tractor. <laughs> Like Tuesday, I see it. Tuesday morning, we're on a plane. Tuesday afternoon, we gotta go buy a tractor. So we go and we come with the bush hog. Uh, It came with everything. It was one of those. It has sixteen different implements. He's like, yeah, I'll just throw that in. I just keep that one. My wife just wants all this stuff out of here. We're just gonna tear this room down (laughs) so you can just have everything. So I mean, it was a ridiculous deal. That's why we hopped on a plane and swoosh down there. Now, in the meantime, Oklahoma Farm Swap Beat. I got. I started looking around. I got a little creative. So I said, hey, people in Oklahoma on the farm swap meet page, um, I have 11 acres in Norman that it's a little, little overgrown. But if you want to hay it, I'll give you all the bales for free. <laughs> Think about that. So some cow farmer showed up to make hay? Dude, I got 4,000 responses. <laughs> <laughs> And one guy went out there and he he messed me back. He's like, no, that's too overgrown. The other guy's like, I'll mow it on Monday. So as of (laughs) Monday, I think because they're expecting rain this weekend, you know, got to look at the Farmer's Almanac. As of now, on Monday, the uh, Oklahoma Farm Swap Meet page, thank you to that person who feels like my jungle needs to be cow hay. And they are going to mow everything. You know what? I'll make it look right pretty for you. Like, yeah, but you will, man. Thank you very much. He's like, no problem. And for some reason, when I start talking on the phone to somebody Southern, it just comes right on out. I'm like, you know what, brother? Thank you so much for doing that for me. I'm not kidding you. I'm telling you, there's so much overgrown. And I think there's some good grass under there. You know, we can be. You mow it one time. You hate it one time. We're going to be okay. And he's like. I agree. All you need to do there, get one time, get it dried up, and you'll be fine. I was like, I didn't know that. I mean, I always fake this accent. <laughs> Turns out. It's, it's there. You it's did grow up in Georgia. I mean, you know who's <laughs> going to be there. impressed with your business prowess is our next guest. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Because you are this just showing what you are made of. You are showing your entrepreneurship today. We have she Jennifer Knapp with us. Laughing. Who's with I'm Live sorry. Radically, and she helps people in the horse world start businesses and actually succeed, which is something that doesn't happen a whole lot in the horse world, but uh, she helps you do that. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, guys. And maybe I can get you uh, talking with a bit of a Canadian accent while we're on the phone today. Hey, <laughs> see, you know, I knew she was going to do that. I just knew it. <laughs> so, Jennifer, where are you? Are you in Canada? I am not in Canada right now. Actually, we have vacation property in northern Idaho. Oh, wow. Well, oh, my you're gosh. almost in Canada. She's in so. northern Idaho. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hey, it's just like Canada. It yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jennifer, you're, you help uh, horse people start businesses. And let's face it, every horse girl growing up wants to be working in the horse world. That's their ultimate dream. Now, some of them end up doing that and succeeding, some not so much. Uh, But I think all horse girls have that dream, don't they? Well, of course. I mean, I grew up around horses since I was, oh, I don't know, maybe seven years old. And at the time, that's all I wanted to do, right? It was ride horses, train horses, teach riding lessons. And then uh, the real world hits, and I go, oh, wait a minute, I actually... Oh, did we lose her? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They don't have good service in Idaho. <laughs> Apparently not. Jennifer, are you there? Jemmy, can you still hear us? Anybody? Any... I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, let's see if... Je- Jemmy, can you still hear us? Okay. Um, I'm going to assume that our connection with Colin's studio has dropped. So we're going okay. to try and call them back. And uh, Thank you for calling horses in the morning. That. You may that. listen to the show while waiting. Okay, are we back, Jennifer? Are you there? Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yep, uh, sorry, we we dropped. I don't know what happened, but uh We can edit that. Yeah, we can fix that later. Um <laughs> So, so Jennifer, you're, you were saying that you grew up around horses and then ended up realizing, and that's when we lost you. Yeah, so I ended up realizing that I didn't want to spend um, my entire day riding horses for other people, and I wanted banker's hours. So I actually ended up going into a career of banking and finance before I stepped into the world of entrepreneurship about 10 years ago. Well, and that's the business you're in now as you help people get started in the horse world. What, what is the most common when people come to you saying, oh, I want to do something horsey? What is the most common business they want to do? What is the thing you see the most often? Well, actually, most often it's horse training. Um, it's either that or retail. So they've manufactured something or they've created a product they want, that they want to take to market. And I would say that the people that typically work with me would fall into one of two scenarios. So either A, they are brand new to the world of business ownership and they just need help getting started, or B, they've already started the business, but they're having a tough time finding the golden ticket, which are the paying clients. Yeah, that always helps. Um, so, so, and it's, you know, it's funny because I help a lot of new podcasters that are getting started and it's the same there. It's, you know, they're trying to find listeners is the hardest part. So when you get somebody that comes to you and says, okay, I want to start a business, what's the first thing you talk to them about? 
You know, a lot of it has to do around defining and being able to articulate the value that you're bringing to the client, right? Because I find that the the toughest part, even for me, when I stepped from being an employee to being an entrepreneur, was being able to ask for business. And for some reason, I find that horse people have a particularly tough time asking for business. And I don't know, maybe it's because we connect with horses and animals easier than we connect with people. But getting really clear about what your strengths are, um, who your perfect client is, and what kind of client you are perfect for, when you can clearly articulate that, now you're ready to have a confident conversation with a prospective client. And it's funny because that, again, relating it back to podcasting, um, we call out the avatar. Who's our ideal listener? Who is, you know, and, and we go down, when you take a look at that and you take a look at, okay, how old are they? Are they male or female? What do they do? What are they, what hobbies in our case is horses, but you take a look at your avatar and that's your target and you identify that first. And then you're right. A lot of business people going into business, they're not, they're thinking, I got this great product. I can do this for them, you know, and they're really on that, uh, that high of wanting to get into business to fulfill a need, but they really don't identify who that customer is. And unless you do that, you're not going to have any. Right. And when it's not clear, right? Like when you don't have clarity around it, the selling process gets really convoluted because you end up trying to be everything for everyone. And that's when the conversation gets a little salesy, right? Do you talk to them? So let's say you've got a person coming to you that wants to train horses. Do you talk to them about niching down and and targeting a certain market? Okay, you want to train what kind of horses for what discipline and really target that? Or, you know, is that one of the things you talk to them about? Is that funnel? I love getting really laser focused on your strengths. So like, let's say, for example, you're a horse trainer. Um, So instead of advertising as a horse trainer, maybe you're perfect for somebody who just wants miles put on their trail horse, or maybe you're perfect for someone who needs a horse trained for packing. Uh, Maybe you're the guy or the gal that who loves putting like the first 60 days under saddle. So like really getting laser focused so that the client knows exactly what value they're going to get from you. The other thing, too, after you've identified it, then it always comes back to a second thing, and that is money. Do you have the finances to hold you over to make this work for a period of time? People always take a look at the short term when it comes to starting a business for finances, but really, uh, you need to have a lot more than you thought you did in almost every case I've seen. Yeah, and you know, it's funny because when, when I started my business, I had a full-time job. And I thought, okay, well, I had this perception that I had to be able to have enough money in the bank to be able to quit my job to start the business. When in fact, I actually kept my full-time job for at least a year before I handed in the resignation and became an entrepreneur full-time. So while you do need resources, I would reiterate for anybody who is interested, you do have to start somewhere and you can start somewhere without, you know, handing your boss a uh, resignation letter. What do you say to people who come to you and say they want to start a boarding business? Which is, we've had this conversation a hundred times, and we used to have a big boarding business. And uh, do you tell them that uh, they're not going to make any money and they should also look at a sideline? Yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> okay, and I think it doesn't really matter what business you're in, is to have multiple streams of income, right? So whether the boarding is paying, like just 
kind of covering your bases and you're doing other things on the side to complement it. I think that's almost every line of business, right? Yeah, it's true. And Jamie, of course, is making a fortune boarding out there in Phoenix uh, with hay. At- six six dollars <laughs> a day, baby. <laughs> I'm raking it in. <laughs> we once had, when we had our big boarding stable, we had one of our working students track everything for a month. I mean, everything. The time it took, the every penny that was spent, and every minute of every day was was accounted for. We had this log. And Jennifer, let me tell you, we could have made more working at McDonald's at that point. Uh, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah, we really were not making any money. And we'd like 25 horses at the barn. But it was very eye opening when you took a look at every single thing, you know, it, like a business should, right? Yeah. Well, and the devil is in the details, right? So, yeah, being good with numbers. Uh, if you're not good with numbers as an entrepreneur, you better become good with numbers. Do you always recommend that somebody get a bookkeeper? Oh, that is an awesome question. You know what? Um, when I first started uh, my business, I thought, okay, I, I don't have a ton of money in the bank. I kind of have to be the jack of all trades and do everything myself. And that lasted for about a month. And then I realized that I was not a bookkeeper and that I had no idea what I was doing um, in the world of bookkeeping, even though I had a background in finance. So it really kind of surprised me. Um, but so I hired a bookkeeper from almost a, like month two, I would say, and that wonderful, incredible lady has saved my bacon more than once and has more than paid for her services over the course of the last decade. So I 100% recommend that people use a professional bookkeeper. Now I have, I have a way to avoid that. Or just to avoid paying a professional bookkeeper. (laughs) Because I think that if you really need a little organization and somebody to really keep track of your finances, you should just get married. Because the husband (laughs) is a hound dog sniffing out random purchases and writing them down and keeping track of everything that I didn't even know we were keeping track of. Like you did, you wrote that down. I just bought a new bridal. Let's not. And he reminds you regularly of every purchase, doesn't he? What's this box? What do you mean? What's this box? It's my box. Well, can I open it? No, you can't open it. It's my box. Go away. Yeah. So that's one way to avoid paying an accountant is just to be married. Providing he's not spending I more than you. Make notes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Write that down. Yeah. Write that down. Put that in your book. Providing yeah, his I'm, habit is. I'm isn't... writing that down. And that's, that's, yeah, that's going in my new book. Uh, okay. There we go. Speaking of which, you do have a new book coming out. Tell us about it. Yeah. So, Passions and Profits, it's going to be released um, later this summer or early this fall. And it really is a guide for the brand new entrepreneur who's looking to um, follow their passion. And make money at the same time. Is it specifically for horse people or is it a more general? You know what? I tell a lot of horse stories because I spent so much time around horses um, and in the industry that I, it's, there's going to be a ton of horse stories in it, but it really could be used in any industry. 
So this has got to be a tough sell because I've started a few businesses, some successful, some not uh, over the years. And, you know, if you're coming to me, so Jennifer's coming to me and she's saying to me, okay, I want to help you start your business. We'll do much better as a team than, than you'll do alone. I'm thinking I don't have the money to really start this business in the first place. Why? Well, I, I don't have the money for you. So that's got to be a tough sell. How do you overcome that with new businesses? You know, what new businesses, here's the thing, the, when you try to get into the, the game of convincing the client that they need you, that's when it comes across as, you know, like the typical used car salesman kind of pitch. And when you clearly know who you are a good match for and the value that you bring to the table. Now I can articulate why we're better as a team than you are on your own. Right. Mm -hmm. So getting really clear about what your strengths are in business, whether you're a horse trainer or a horse breeder, or like whether you're manufacturing um, bridal parts or whatever it is, um, it really doesn't matter. It's when you are ambiguous about what you're actually bringing to the table and how the client is going to um, benefit from working with you. That's when it's really tough to um, get the client to make a buying decision. Because honestly, if the client doesn't know exactly what's in it for them, they're going to have a really tough time making a buying decision, no matter what the product is. Services. Jamie, that's our problem. We've been ambiguous on this show for eight years. Um, we need to focus. <laughs> <laughs> that, we have other shows for that, Glenn. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. Where can people find you? You know, the easiest place to find me is on social media. So at Live Radically, um, or my website is www.liveradically.ca. All right, very good. And and uh, let us know when the new book comes out, and we'll post that on Facebook as well. That would be wonderful. Thank you so much, guys. All right, thanks, Jennifer. <laughs> All right, did you do anything right when you started your business, Jamie? You know, I don't even think I have a full-fledged business right now. <laughs> no, no. Like I said. Well, you some, just have to start over in Oklahoma track. anyway, right? So, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. This was practice. This is just practice. <laughs> you know, Kentucky Performance Products, we play ads from them every week, but I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about them because there's a section on their website I think a lot of people overlook, and it is absolutely wonderful. They have a section called Tips and Topics, and Karen, you know, she's been on our show before over the years, and she is so thorough with everything that she does. But if you go on to their tips and topics segment at kppusa.com, kppusa.com, go to tips and topics, you'll find a section in there that has information on everything. Uh, so I'll give you some, some examples of titles. Tips on how to get your picky metabolic syndrome horse to eat supplements. Uh, my, horse eats, my horse eats some grain, but not as much as the manufacturer recommends. Is he getting the nutrition he needs? There's an article here on equine dentistry. There's an excellent one thing Karen's good at is charts. There's a great chart on allergies. Go check out the chart on allergies. Uh, I think you'll, if your horse has any kind of allergies, which Scooter has right now, by the way, um, and we're determining, we've kind of figured out there's a weed in his field that 
that is causing the problem. Uh, and we did that through process of elimination and trying did to figure it out. Smoking weed. Yes, what? pretty much. Yes. It's a weed he does not like. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're working on that right now and getting, we have to spray for the weeds and keep them in barn. And he's real happy. Scooter's really happy about being in the barn 24 seven right now. Um, but, uh, you know, they have all of these articles and buttercup toxicity in horses. Who knew? So that's something I don't think we've ever covered on the show. It's buttercup toxicity. Yeah, so that's kppusa.com. And then you can also follow them on Facebook. And I put them as my first because it's always, they always post really interesting stuff on K- on the Kentucky Performance Products Facebook page. So you can follow them there. And they are really great articles. Like they really saying. are. So check them out. Go to kppusa.com to And so you'll, you'll I just find went an to their about Facebook page. Oh gosh. Now I'm just talking amongst yourselves. There's Isabel Wirtz is writing and uh Oh I'm, yeah, that They have to post a video. Yeah, oh, the my video God. went viral. Yeah. Utter perfection. Yeah, she's going to be here at WAG again just wiping up. <laughs> no problem. All right, let's uh let's do this. Do you want to do What do you want to do first? Let's, let's talk. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, on Monday and Glenn, of course, doesn't remember this because he forgets about the shows as quick as I do. It's Monday. Um, but we talked, you did a list about kind of, um, dodging a bullet. Oh, where, yeah, you know, dodging you walk, a horse bullet. Yeah. You see the, the horse lost a shoe and you walk out and then you find it. That's dodging a bullet. Or you go, I see my horse's fly mask in the field. I'm like, dang, it's shredded. You pick it up and it's not shredded. It's perfect. They just slipped it off. So I got, I asked people for some emails and I got tons of emails about but people that have just dodged the bullet. So I just wanted to read a couple real quick. This one's from Katie. She says, I have a dodge a bullet story. I was trailering my horse home from a show 50 miles away. We heard a strange noise as I parked at the barn. I opened the tailgate to unload him and was shocked to see his back legs were through a hole in the floorboard. Miraculously, his legs didn't go through it until we parked. And luckily, not until not when we were driving 65 miles an hour on the interstate. So this has happened to a friend um, and it did not end this well. So you did dodge a huge bullet, Katie. Oh, my God. Check your floorboards. She said that she now always checks the floors of whatever trailer she's going in. That's scary. Yeah, that's the worst. Um, then I got another email from somebody who has a daughter named Desi, and they never included their name, just their email, which is sent of heaven. Um, I Last year, I bought my daughter a mini she horse for really her. good. I know. I just was thinking. must. It must be like one of those um, people that sells aromatherapy. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Last year, I bought my daughter a mini horse for her ninth birthday. We took the horse on trial the week prior to her birthday, letting my daughter believe someone else at the barn had bought the horse, but will allow her to do whatever she wanted with it. God, that's genius. That's what I wanted to talk about. That is parenting. There was no crying in that house that week. (laughs) Somebody just bought this pony and is like going to let you do whatever you want. What? my god and so of course you know then you get the birthday thing and then they get a pony um but she said she was at the barn alone doing stalls a couple days after they bought the mini but it still wasn't this little girl's birthday present yet so she put her big paint mare outside and turned the mini out in the indoor arena but a few minutes later i heard tiny clip clops going down the aisle on the other side of the barn i immediately really realized what i had done i had basically there's like a bar you slide over and 
she, the mini horse just went under the bar, but she was so in, in the, you know, slide the bar over. Big the horses, that little horse thing must be hard to get used to. You forget. Things. I know. Yeah. I know. Right. So the little stinker had gone under. I threw my fork down, tried to head her off. And I just saw her rear end as she made her escape. Oh my God. She said, I thought this horse is going to run into the highway and be dead before my <laughs> daughter even knows she's hers. <laughs> <laughs> But luckily, this is the dodge the bullet part. Luckily, someone had left the gate open to the round pin and she ran inside the round pin. I follow her, close the gate, clip the lead rope to her that somebody had accidentally fired on putting away. And as she's leading her out of the round pin, her sister and daughter drove up. Like, what are you doing with that horse in the round pin? Nothing. No, I'm not doing anything. Nothing. Nothing. So that is a, oh my gosh. I got... I didn't say, I didn't get bucked off, but I went up to a jump, cantering up to a jump and the horse stopped and threw me on his neck and then jumped it and then ran out of the unfenced arena, which was up higher. So then we were down a hill and I just completely came off. And this is in the uh, a place where that I boarded in Atlanta that had no gate at the end. And I thought, if I come off this horse and let go, this horse is going to run onto the freeway at the same exact thought so i held the reins and then i got trampled so lesson to that story is don't ever hold the reins when you fall off yeah, exactly <laughs> it, it causes more but let the horse go up runs on the freeway it wasn't meant to be <laughs> i learned that my first water skiing trip too um you, you let go of yeah. the rope because when let you fall go. face first and you have your mouth open you take yeah. in about half the pond uh, if you don't let the rope go so i learned that very quickly or, yeah oh you know what i would take from that I would take from that, don't go in the water. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about go. that. You've never been water skiing. <laughs> You've never had that experience. Okay. Now, the next segment comes from us from an auditor who found a Avery, who found a teenage social media drama. And she says that we have to bring the segment back because she apparently is a member of something called the, on Facebook, not the Oklahoma Farm Swap Meet, the Teen equine rant room there's a room where teenagers <laughs> oh can you can imagine go on. you we could do an entire show just reading posts in there if i can get in this if i can get in this group y'all better watch out <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be and my daily winnie goes to this person here we go and now it's time for teenage social media drama okay so yesterday I bought an 11 month old part bred Connie. I have received some hate because I'm 17 and like, according to them, I have quote, no idea what I'm doing End quote. I feel pretty hurt. Cause like I have a six year old racehorse who can be pretty fun at times. And we completely started her again ourselves when she first came off the track. And then she went out on loan as a companion slash happy due to diagnosis of kissing spine and then they like starved her so she came back and then a good friend very kindly restarted her since then but like according to these people who say I have no clue we were paying him to school her yes we were but he also offered and so like then I sold my other horse became he came like super dominant over me and we just generally didn't click and also the ex racehorse has just been diagnosed with like a pelvis injury and we don't know if she'll come good right Lord. and vets <laughs> think that she probably has had it when we first bought her. But anyway, hence getting a young filly to start completely. Oh, wait a minute. Again. Did she really say hence? Yes. <laughs> okay, go, go ahead. 
I read it as written. I just Hello. haven't heard hence used for like 40 years. Go ahead. <laughs> I, can't, I, I was going to start over at the beginning of the sentence, but the beginning of the sentence is right at the beginning of this whole thing. So <laughs> I'm just going to have to jump right back in. Okay, hence. But anyway, hence getting a young filly to start completely again with. And I've been told Connie's are very spirited and that basically I will struggle. Surely it can't be as bad as buying a three-year-old ex racer when I had like just turned 15. They think I have no clue at all. <laughs> okay, I understood about a third of that. I have no cl- clue at all. I really, I got that one. I believe a Connie is a Connemara. Yeah, I kind of guessed guess. that. Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much what I've got out of this. I I really don't under, like I don't understand where these where it the sentence started. <laughs> it's like one of those movies with Leonardo DiCaprio where they start in the middle and the movie ends and then they like start at the beginning. You have no idea where the beginning of the movie is and where the end of the movie is. I have no idea where the beginning of this this post is and where the end of it oh, is. Oh, and you know this is that girl. You know this is that girl in high school that just does not shut up and talks 90 miles an hour all the time. Yeah, I just yeah. channeled her. <laughs> All in the, the time. reading. All the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> oh, gosh. And we all know that person. We won't mention names, but we all know who that person is. Yeah. All right. It was me in high school, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote this. That's why I can channel them so well. <laughs> all right. We're going to play a game of study show. But first, I got to tell you, it's been announced that the, and we, of course, have been talking about this for eight years now, and we really helped promote it the first year. And that's the Riders for Helmets International Helmet Awareness Day is to be held August 18th and 19th. So less than a month now. And there are 680 retailers participating this year. Lindsay's got to be busy with in 19 countries with 20% more retailers having already registered. So there are 19 helmet manufacturers and they include Ovation. And of course, that's the one we talk about here all the time. They're our terrific sponsor. And Jamie, we use the helmets. Jamie uses the helmets. They have like 65 different varieties of helmets. Which ones do you use again? So I... For all my students, all of them, I just get them the Ovation Schooler, the Deluxe Schooler, because there's a little dial in the back. And as the kids kind of grow, you know, your helmet's good for five years. And when you're eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, you're, you're going to have a different size head with the beginning and the end. So they can kind of grow with the students. And they're very affordable. I think like less than $50. I like the sink. Because I like the little stripy lines, and it's not very blingy, but I do see that they have some kind of cool blingy ones. And my husband has a protege, so we are an ovation family, that's for sure. And actually, I'm glad that the Humboldt Awareness Day is here because Lucas has the extra small, and now he's he's giant, and he needs the small. He's outgrown an entire helmet size. Really? Wow. Yes. I know. He's grown up, that kid. So. Yeah, you do have to take a look at, you brought up a good point. Take a look at the date and the helmet. And if it's five years or older, then you need a new helmet. That's just, there's no question about it. You just need a new helmet. The foam that these helmets are made of biodegrades over time. And heat and weather and cold and and temperature changes, they just biodegrades. All foam biodegrades. So after five years, you need a new helmet. It's just not going to have the effectiveness that it had uh, when it was younger. 
if you have fallen on your helmet and you have hit your head, you need a new helmet, period. There could be cracks on the inside, so it's not going to make as effective. If you, even if you don't see a crack on the outside, some companies will actually x-ray them for you. Um, or if you have somebody in the family that's x-ray technician, you could do that. But you definitely need a new helmet. So you need to check these things before, uh, what was the dates again? Before the 18th and 19th. That... Almost all the online retailers and, as, as she said, 680 tax shops around the country are going to have helmets on sale. I bought my last helmet at the local store here at 20% off on Helmet Awareness Day, and I was in there with about 100 of my friends buying helmets. So really? it's coming up. It's become hugely popular. You know, this started, and you're not going to believe this, Jamie, because it seems like yesterday for us, because we've been talking about Helmet Awareness Day for so long, and I went to the first meeting about this. It was in 2010. That's when Courtney King Die had her accident. Can you believe it's been that long ago? Um, it's been eight years ago, and that's the direct. That's the real reason that Lindsay, who's put all the time and effort into making uh, Riders for Helmets work, that's the year that Courtney King died had her accident. So, which is why she did it. Yep, I mean, why she did that's it. Why she started it. Yeah. Ooh, the Ovation D Six Glitz. That is in my shopping cart. Yeah, ovationriding.com. You can see there's like a there's like 20 different varieties of helmets in here. So go check them out. There's one. You're going to find one that'll fit you. And then go out on Helmet Awareness Day, August 18th and 19th, and get yourself a new helmet. Even if you want just a new look, you can do that too. You know, I feel like I really like the navy black and silver glitz, but I would have to then get a navy blue show coat. So I'm going to have to do that. Well, you got to be matching. Oh, matchy. they have I show mean, coats. You can't be. Definitely. All right. Ja- Jamie and Jemmy. Jemmy, you still there? <clears throat> Are you with us? Yes, I am. All right. You ready to play a little study show for July? Yes, I am. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. Study show is something we started years ago on the show. I take a look over the last month at Google and find out what our what um, our country and what our businesses have been wasting money on studying that we already know the answer to. So we have wasted a lot of money over the last month, let me tell you. And it seems like a trend over the last year. What are the two things that come up in every single study show every month? Jemmy, I'll ask you because you have the one answer. I do? Yes, you do. (laughs) Do we make fun of you about it all the time? Uh, it's been in every study show recently for the last year. Marijuana. Marijuana. We always go to Jemmy for the marijuana. <laughs> and then oh, J- Jamie, you know the other one. It's on almost every study show. You can't do the show without it in the morning. Okay. I was going to say sex, but then you came up with the you can't do without it before the show in the morning. And uh, because I feel like Jemmy and I together, what what happens is Glenn will read the first half, and we have to guess what yes. the study's about. And I was going to say sex, it's almost always said, I have sex. To have it yes. in the morning before the show, and that is definitely not true. Um, <laughs> We're all let's go with that. coffee. Coffee, yes, that's <laughs> true. And of course, in this study show batch, we have marijuana and coffee. So let's start with uh, the first one. Study show marijuana use is. Jimmy, it's Bad all you, girl. Bad for your doggies. Bad for your doggies? <laughs> no. I saw an article about that, actually, the other what? day. Like, I saw it uh, last night. I saw it, there was an article about not giving weed to your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. <laughs> probably a good Poor Glory's going to be so disappointed now. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Studies show marijuana use is Jamie. I would say kind of not to be whatever. Prize your brain. Well, that's probably true. There's probably been a study about that. But no, this study says uh, it's been increasing among adults, as we could have guessed, because it's becoming legal everywhere. So <laughs> oh, this is a gone. really big shocker. <laughs> yeah, that's a shocking study that they probably spent 100000 to a $1 million on. <clears throat> Studies show probiotics. Ooh, probiotics are good for your gut. <laughs> the less I'll, I'll you take eat, the-, the more you butt. <laughs> I'll take the opposite because clearly this is a new study. Probiotics are not good for you. What have we been saying on the shows for years? We didn't need a study. Probiotics help the digestive processes. Ding, ding, ding. Jimmy oh. gets that one. <laughs> okay. Studies show that commercial advertisements Ugh, cause people to stop watching the videos. And drink it. <laughs> Did you notice that YouTube now? Oh, YouTube is just cutting in right in the middle, and it's like, ah, (laughs) it's like, uh, okay. Well, advertising works exactly. That's what studies show that advertising works. Now, if they'd asked us, we could have told them that. (laughs) I mean, they really could have given us the million dollars. We'd have said, "Yep, it works." We could thank God because if we had a study that showed the opposite, I mean, there goes our whole business. Well, here's here's why I said that. It's because as you did that ovation riding commercial, I put two things in my shopping cart. <laughs> there you go. There you and go. I was part of the commercial. Jamie is the study. Yes, right. I am See. the study. That's why I'm like advertising works. It Again, just, next sorry. time, please just send us the million dollars. Um, <laughs> studies show a rise in the rate of, this is also another one that comes up almost every study show, and they're still doing studies on it. Oh, God, this could be anything. Uh, Rise in the rate of um, people who think the earth is flat. (laughs) I think there is a rise in that, actually. That's that's back again. Oh, God. No, it's obesity. Every single month, somebody's studying that. Yeah, we're getting fatter. Yeah, we know that. So the munchies, yeah, from the result from the aforementioned previous. That's true. That's true. Here's another study that's just like the biggest duh in the world. Dog walking is good for your good for your cardiovascular system. Exactly oh, right. That's exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> Dog walking is good for you. Yeah, okay. It's I just can. to take out the dog, just walking. Is good for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now this one is interesting because uh, we've been told just the opposite of this. Eating breakfast could help you Poop. lose weight. Yeah, that's right. That's the answer. What, are you reading every study that comes out there, Demi? Um, I'm just a very informed woman. I guess. <laughs> Somebody has to read this crap. (laughs) She's probably getting it in her newsfeed. She's like, oh my God, breakfast helps you poop. How innovative. How innovative. (laughs) All right. Last one. And then there's actually two that I, I, believe it or not, I looked at because I thought you guys would find them interesting. Coffee may boost your chances for pooping. Oh. <laughs> you really got Living pooping longer. on the brain. I you guys know. both have six-year-olds who talk about nothing but pooping. <laughs> yeah. I can tell. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I mean, what is it with six years with old and pooping? Bodily functions seem to be a thing. I was just down at Jimmy's and stayed there for a couple days, saw, saw JoJo, and he's still on this pooping phase. Oh, it never ends. 
It never ends. <laughs> My son has a action figure of every one of the Avengers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and half the time they are sitting pooping. <laughs> <laughs> when does hilarious. that phase go away? <laughs> All right. I'm going to grow up. <laughs> then it's, I'm sure it's my kid. It's not me. It's not me. Um, so what was the question? Coffee Sorry. may boost your chances for. No, this is exact opposite of other studies. I don't know. I, I give up. Living longer. But yes. Living longer is correct. Boy, you are on a roll today, girl. Coffee Woo-hoo. may boost your chances for living longer. And we've had studies that say coffee may kill you and cause cancer. So I mean, coffee, coffee boosts your chances of making it through four o'clock. <laughs> That's true. Million dollars. Other people's chances of living longer who are. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's a couple studies I actually looked at. Uh, All right, so this one was uh, five change studies show that there are five changes to make your improve your home. Things you can do in your home that will improve your health. The title was really weirdly written. Is it feng shui? Well, this is kind of that. But let me, there are no horse girls doing this stuff. So we'll see. And uh, Jemmy, you can just make believe you're a horse girl. Actually, Jemmy's not doing this stuff either. So so neither one of you are going to be healthy. Uh, Put a scarf or tapestry over your mirror so you can't see yourself. And that will improve your health. Or just don't look in the mirror. I do that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I walk by. If you do that and you miss seeing the boil that is growing on, <laughs> on your face, you could have a booger. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shaming would be tough you. for me without the mirror, I'm saying. Uh, oh, this one's fun. Get a floor cushion. It can prevent backache and getting up and down is good for your health. I don't, I don't like sitting it. on the floor. It hurts more. Well, actually, Jemmy, you sit on the floor all the time. I actually do. Yeah, yeah I do get it. I'm not, I didn't get it because I didn't understand what you meant, but no one's like... <laughs> Once I just do what you meant. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do that. I actually just brought a beanbag out of my son's uh, room the other day and put it on the floor. Do next they to the still couch. make beanbag like, chairs? Yeah. Those started in like the 70s. <laughs> let me let me paint a picture for you. OK, so Chad is walking around the house and he's like picking up clothes off the floor and he's like, is it clean? And I say, did it touch the floor? Yeah. Is it covered in dog hair? Of course it is. Then it's not clean. <laughs> That's why Jamie is not sitting on the floor. (laughs) It's got to go in the wash because (laughs) Lord knows we got it. I mean, I'm sitting on a white carpet right now and I have a border collie and that carpet is always intertwined with just a a slight layer of black. (laughs) (laughs) A light layer. Don't get me started on the tufts of hair that go like tumbleweed from Lucky, oh, the Basset Hound. Oh, yeah. When we used to have our cat, it was awful. Oh, he's a long-haired cat. Ugh. So there's no sitting on the floor in my house. Like, I, get up off the floor. Get, Lucas, get up off the floor. You're going to get covered in dog hair. And if you, God forbid, you drop something on the floor and then you pick it up to eat it again. Oh, my God. It's covered. It's like group a beard in two seconds. All right. Number three also is something. I know I need to do some cleaning around here, Jimmy. I'm fully aware. <laughs> number th- I don't need your judgment. Okay. <laughs> hey, you're talking about, like, beards growing on food (laughs) don't judge okay there are a lot of people that are listening that right now they're like oh my god my house is the same and there's a lot of people listening they're like oh my god she is disgusting (laughs) and you know what i can take it my husband hasn't left me yet we have four dogs uh five changes to make to your home number three and this will help this does not work i'm telling you this is it just pisses me off and that's number three is get plants 
I can't. I we I kill every plant. Every plant that comes in the house dies. So all I think I if you get cacti. plants, that's that's that's, a, that's another level. Yeah, but you know it's, they just don't provide the enjoyment when they're dying in front of you and it pisses you off. It's like you were in my kitchen last night listening to my conversation with Chad because <laughs> the new fit 1950s house all around the 1950s home is where somebody has lovingly had a green thumb and planted all of these beautiful flowering things. And they're so nice. And you know that there's no automatic watering system. Somebody stood out there with a dang hose watering everything. Let me tell you what's not going to happen. That. So getting a plant, I was like, how long till everything out here is dead? (laughs) I'm going to kill it all. You know what? Maybe I can sell it. Here, come and take whatever you want. Transplant it. I I can't get a plant. I can't get a plant. No, we can't either. <laughs> I'm lucky to have a child that's alive. Jimmy, you too, probably. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. Every day I think, oh, thank God I got through another day. <laughs> oh, my God. Every birthday party, don't you feel like it should be a party for you because you Absolutely. kept him alive for more years? It's an <laughs> achievement that nobody saw coming. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. I've heard it from my mother. I just, my mom, I just can't believe you've actually become like, you've been like a good mom. Like, mom, <laughs> thanks, I guess. I don't know. What does that mean? You, you tricked her. Um, I tricked her. <laughs> number four. And this, oh, God, you both watch house shopping shows, house hunters and international house hunters, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the thing they coach them to say in every house they go in? Two words. How I much? I don't, I don't know. Natural light. Oh, it has such lovely natural light. Well, this is it. It number four is let in the natural light, or go outside. Just yeah, yeah. that was a, that was a battle yesterday. I kept opening the blinds. Jordan kept closing the blinds. I kept opening them. He kept closing them. <laughs> Remember the aforementioned dog hair? We don't let natural light come in because then you see it. <laughs> and you two are both gonna hate this one. Oh boy! Number five to improving your health in your house. Keep it clean. (laughs) And I love how they say this may be the hardest tip to follow, but it's the most crucial. (sighs) I'm watching my dog right now scoot across the carpet on his butt. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. That's it. You're embarrassing me. (laughs) I can honestly say my my kid does not do that. My kid does not do that. <laughs> I do have to remind him every once in a while to put his underwear on before he sits on the couch. I do have to do that. Yeah, that's a thing. Did you wipe good enough? I don't know, mommy. Can you check? Oh, <laughs> he touched their toes. You see that one? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, you know what? Sit on the couch. God. It's fine. I am so glad I never I'm had burn kids. It anyway. I am so glad. <clears throat> you guys, every time I talk to either one of you, it reinforces the fact that I'm glad I never had kids. So there's that. Listen, the dog just scooted across the couch. I'm pretty sure you can sit down <laughs> without your underwear on. All right. I have another list we don't have time for. I'm going to get to it on Monday because it really affects Jamie. Um, oh, it's a problem that she has, and and I might have the solution to that problem. But we got to get to really bad ads because. Are you shocked that I have allergies after listening to what? <laughs> yeah, today? I was thinking that because before the show, she was going. <laughs> My allergies are bad today. <laughs> My office, because there's four dogs in here with me right now. Okay. <laughs> oh man! Uh, you know that whole thing about hiring a house cleaner. When we had our big house, we did that. And it is true. I cleaned up before she came every time. 
because I was so embarrassed. And then finally one day she said to us, you know, you, I can tell you're cleaning up before I come. That's what you hired me for. So I finally stopped no. cleaning before she came. I, I clean before I have this lady come. She comes maybe every six weeks. Um, and I clean before With a pressure she washer? <laughs> I, can, I can move. I want her to deep clean. I don't want her to surface clean. I can do that. I want, I want her to disinfect. I want to be able to drop something on the floor and be able to pick it up and eat it. <laughs> goals. For about five Hashtag minutes till the dog yeah. walks across the floor. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're banned from the house for like two days. <laughs> just enjoy the clean for two days and then back yeah, to normal. get outside yeah. i don't have dogs or children y'all are all outside it would be a nice thing about you know, like winning the lottery is to hire a house cleaner come in once a week and that would be so nice that would be- housekeeper or cook which one would you have both if i win the lottery i'm having both if i had to choose one or the other i actually think i'd choose the cook uh because then okay. you could get exactly Jimmy. what you want <sighs> i was thinking i was about to say cook too but only if they also clean up after themselves. <laughs> if, I, if I can't have a cleaner, I don't have a cook. So when you say, say both, you mean actually both like in one human? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I mean, like if, if I have, if someone's a cook, they they need to clean up the dishes after themselves. I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. See, that's a direct shot at me because I made pancakes uh, a couple months ago when I was there one morning and then I had to leave and I left a complete mess. So I think yeah, that was a did. direct shot at oh, me. Oh, it's still there. But, I'm just I'm... kidding. <laughs> but the pancakes were good. Back, you're going to clean up your mess. Pay it, I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That time of the week where we do some really bad ads. These are ads that our listeners have submitted. They found them on Craigslist or Facebook, one of those two places usually. Send them in. We have a little fun with them. And the prize, we give out a prize. Everybody that submits an ad, whether they make it to the air or not, because used to be only a few didn't make it to the air. Now a lot don't make it to the air. So um, we give, we're giving away this month two Horse Radio Network baseball hats. And the only way... Otherwise, you can get those as becoming an auditor at a $25 month level. So this is a pretty special prize, and we're going to give those away next Friday. But uh, today, we have some really bad ads, and we're going to get started with one from Lilla that Jamie's going to read. I feel like the person that was typing this, their keys are reversed. Like, there's some keys. Like, they think the M is where the G is, and the G is where the P is. I, that's the only explanation I can come up with this. Lilla sent this one in. Yes, hello. Oh, no punctuation. Yes, hello. I have a beautiful gelding named Henry up for sale looking for his forever home. He's nine years old. Fifteen. Two, T, as in T-O. Two has been trained English and Western would make an amazing cutting or romper. Needs a forever home, only an a improved home. If you're interested, please give me a call. He doesn't his feet done and he has been sitting for a little bit, but he's completely broken trained for intermediate or advanced like him to go someone that would show him 
or play with him and give him lots of love. I would not sell him, but I have to downsize my Herod. Please, no emails, just text or call me also. 100%. Sound great legs. Fant would be ideal. Show horse also need Treem. Negotiable. <laughs> Where to start? That was um, awful. <laughs> that is a really bad ad. Dude, if you're going to submit an ad, just look at it before you hit submit. Just reread it. Do you think Maybe he was trying to like say, or she, I'm assuming he, do you think he was trying to say downsize my herd or harem? I, I don't know which. I don't know which one. That's why you assume he. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, the other thing is, and I, somebody, one of our live listeners will write to us and we'll know this answer in the next 10 minutes. Um, an amazing cutting or romper? It's roping. It's, it had to be roper. That's what I'm saying. The M, okay. they kept throwing the M in. in because I went place. right to romper room and then I was lost for two sentences and thinking about romper room. I don't know. I was uh, lost at the beginning. So it's fine. <laughs> Lilla, that's a bad ad. You win. That is a bad ad. It's a bad ad. Uh, Lindsay sent the next one and it was posted in the eventing horses available. Something tells me she doesn't have much eventing experience, Lindsay says. <laughs> Livestock guard, $100. This is in Illinois. Lucky is around nine-year-old mini Molly Mule. It's a, a mini Molly Mule. Horses available. <laughs> a mini Molly Mule A mini Molly Mule. Mule. She likes kids and cookies, but would prefer to be out with the herd. Easy keeper. So she doesn't like kids kids no at all no she likes the cookies um is great at taking care of her goats and calves they are good at that not broke but has been saddled and as you can see in the pics kids have sat on her but she is not broke uh because the guy's holding her ear i think (laughs) hundred dollars can deliver locally no coggins has been wormed and four-way shot (laughs) it's been shot four different ways look at this picture (laughs) I'm going to look at this picture and just realize that there is a, this is an unbroke mini yeah. Molly mule Molly mule that a child is sitting on with no shoes, no helmet, no saddle, no bridle, no reins, no nothing. He's just sitting on it while I think you're right. The guy is. <laughs> it looks like he's on his ear or he's something. Her ear. I don't know. Uh, I don't oh my know. gosh. That's terrible. Yeah. And we all know what we call mini Molly mules and donkeys. What you call them. <laughs> All right, Those next. Donkeys. Z- zombie donkeys. This is a zombie mule. All right, uh, Lorene is yes. reading this one herself. So let's play. I love hers. Hi, this is Lorene Barden, and I'm going to read a really bad ad. Horse for sale, $450, San Benito. White and brown specks on, period. Rear, dot, 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 15 hands, dot, 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 gelding 10 years old, dot, 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 good trail horse, dot, 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 just don't have time to ride, dot, 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 bud is riddable, dot, 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 you, just a letter U, you being tack and try him out. Dot, dot, dot. Okay? <laughs> no. That's no, it. Thanks. Okay. Bye. 
No, I am not going to bring Tack and try it out. You are going to try it out. Dot, dot, I'll bring dot. Tack and you try it out. But Lorraine still, I feel like, I feel like she could really dive deeper into the Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Yeah, she, she's she's back work a on little, that. I think. She's yeah. so, you're, you're trying to be phonetic and I want you to just be New York. That's right. That's what I'm going to need. Yeah. But good ad. Like good the, bad ad. <laughs> like the day we had Diane Daniels in here. Be Brooklyn. I mean, just let it fly, <laughs> yeah. sister. Come on. Gina sent the following one, and <laughs> it's a horse cart. It's an oak horse cart for $50. And now, you would think that, well, that sounds nice. And actually, the part of the horse cart that is here is wonderful. I mean, it looks new. It's in good shape. The problem is it's making missing the part that makes the cart go. And that's the axle and the wheels. All the pieces are laying in perfect harmony on the ground for the picture. Yeah. I, like if you're, it's the wheels is what really tripped you up. I feel like maybe not being assembled would be the thing that would trip me up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that helps. Uh, it'd be tough to drive this particular one as all the pieces are, but look how neatly they're organized. You got to give them credit. They're all laying there all perfect. But this it is person good. is a really good Instagrammer. Okay, they can like really set up their yes, their shots, pose their shots. That's right, and they got lots of pictures of each individual part. Problem is, you're really going to have to figure out how to put the erector set together. I love that it says mostly finished. It's a mostly, <laughs> mostly finished, finished handmade. No, yeah. it's not mostly finished. Nothing about this is finished. <laughs> no, it's going to have some construction to do. And if you're like <laughs> me, it'll look nothing like it's supposed to when it's done. So I'd rather have somebody. I'd you know rather what? buy If one. you're into projects, if you're into projects, you can have that one. By the way, Magic, Precious Magic Alex yes. Jennings pony cart is for sale if anybody wants a pony cart. That's Speaking right. Of, and it's put together. terrified Jamie. So it's the worst thing ever. So <laughs> those out. of you that are crazy enough, it's yours. <laughs> now, if you do like projects, Jenny sent oh in the God. beautiful trailer. I don't even know. I don't even understand what I'm looking at here. I... I'm a little scared. Like if I, if I came across this in a field, I would think that there's somebody hiding in it. That's going to murder me. Just so you know, or zombies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's a two front round two two horse, like round front typical, but it looks like the front end has been cut off. It's, it's like six shades of rust. There's holes. And in the back where there would be the, the like ramp, it looks like it should be a ramp. It's a pallet. An old pallet that they've stuck to here, but it's only half a pallet. Somebody's going to die if you use this. Yeah. It says out of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It does. does. (laughs) Doesn't it look like somebody's hiding in there to murder you if you rode by? It says horse trailer needs restored with drop tailgate for loading. No, don't load your, don't. (laughs) No. Front storage with front door. This trailer. It's heavy duty with a good frame. Good for any kind of hauling. Ready to hook up and haul away. No, it's not. I can't even see. I can't even see the right tire. Is there a right tire? I cannot see the right tire at all. There appears to be a left tire. I don't see the right tire. Is there a place to hook up in the front? Oh, I I don't see a hitch. Oh, yeah. They're missing that little part. Yeah, that whole, like, you know, part to take it away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tires, hitch. Who needs those? Jamie, you're so picky. Oh my gosh. You're so picky. That's really scary. I'm sorry. That's just scary. Tell, tell them, post it, Jemmy, and just be like, I'm sorry. This looks it like It looks like they're going to put you on the hook inside and haul you away. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Thank you for thinking it also looked very creepy. I thought it was fairly scary. And <laughs> Jemmy does love horror movies, so this is right up her alley right here. I don't. And it's it's I still thought that. Okay, Belinda sent this one in, uh, posted on Irish Draft and Irish Sport Horse Network on Facebook. I love that people tell us where they got this ad because it's a great um Irish Draft, Irish Draft and Irish Sport Horse Network. Full loan with a view to buy. Haking, gelding, six-year-old. Gorgeous 16-hand, rising six, sports. Horse gelding for loan. Fine, fi- fine is pleasure to own. He loves attention and is great with other horses. F- I guess it's supposed to say Finn. Finn uh- is only for loan as hack due to him not being a hundred percent sound. I have owned Finn since he was a baby and I have done all of his under saddle work myself. He is very special to me. So anyone interested in taking him on loan would have to keep him where I could visit and have my vet check him regularly for soundness to see where he is at. He can only be hacked. No jumping, no dressage, no circles. Please don't contact me if you need a lesson horse, a guest horse, or a horse for cleaning up the brush in the fence line. <laughs> well, what the hell you want him for? I know. I just we. I don't want to take care of my own horse because Jeez. he's. This is too expensive for me. You take care of my horse. That's not sound. <laughs> yeah, he's not sound. But you can't ride him. But you also can't not ride him. And apparently, you can't let him out either because he's not allowed to eat along the fence line. So I am so I, confused. Yeah. yeah, this. Yeah, no. Take him on loan, but he's a little, little lame. Little lame. But, you can't yeah. ride him. <laughs> but you can feed him for me for the next uh, two years. That'd be great. Kayla sent this one in. Do you remember a while back, we had a lady on that had twin foals that had just been born in Maryland? Okay. Yes. Well, here's a picture of the twin foals. They're not foals anymore. They're yearlings now. And they put an ad in the local post there, and this is what it said. Free horse manure, U-Haul. This here is some of the finest horse manure you'll find in Delaware. In no other farm will you find manure produced by the world's most famous twins, the Bogo Colts, the Bogo Colts, as well as exotic Pasifinos and the dam of one of the most successful half Arabian geldings in the history of the breed. Oh, Bogo Colts. I get it. Buy one, get one. Buy one, get one. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit of fine black Angus manure and a sprinkling of show sheep and alpaca poo for good measure. Horses are Bedded in premium fine pine shavings. Email did anybody or else text. get a bad taste in their mouth when he was reading that? I did. did <laughs> a little bit of fine black Angus sprinkling of show so, sheep so, and alpaca poo. <laughs> this is the finest poo in all of Delaware, right here. Oh, Your God. tomatoes Katie sent will this taste one wonderful. in. Study show. Study show. <laughs> Study show. <laughs> Uh, Katie sent this one in, and this was from a Facebook page, Scalponies something or other. Uh, 
Seven-year-old Bay Roan Ranchy, son of a gun, ISO, a punchy day trasher, no ropers or weekend riders, please. This is a cowboy horse, folks, and needs to be handy. He is tough as nails, can't kill the bastard, and he'll cover some country. That is all <laughs> one sentence. Why is wow. it I don't understand 50% of the Western terms? Wow. Okay, let me go and let me read that like somebody from South Texas, Okay. 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 <clears throat> I got to take a big breath because it's all one sentence. Seven-year-old Bay Roan Ranchy son of a gun in search of a punchy day trash for no ropers or weekend riders, please. This is a cowboy horse, folks. Needs to be handy as he's tough as nails and can't kill the bastard. Cover some country. <laughs> Do you think he's tried to kill the bastard? I don't know. I, that's the, I was wondering. It's a little tough alarming. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Texas. I should have said he can't kill the bastard. Sorry. <laughs> can't. Screwed that up. Can't uh, do it. Can't. Uh, Lindsay sent this one in. Uh, Least dressage hunter jumper Arabian gelding, $145. Lisa, beautiful bay, 16-hand, 12-year-old Arabian gelding. Shay is trained in dressage hunter and just started jumping training last year. Shay requires an experienced rider, meaning you must have a solid foundation in WTC and have an independent seat and strong balance. Shay is very smart and sweet, but he is... He... I thought it was a girl. I do. <laughs> Shay is very smart and sweet, but he is very hot and can spook at nothing. He's extremely fun to ride if you enjoy a horse with energy and loads of personality. And spooks at And nothing. we all know what would they when personality is in a sentence describing a horse. We all know what that means. Crazy. You, yes. You definitely, <laughs> you'll definitely fall in love with this horse. Winter weather isn't a problem because we have a lovely indoor arena to keep us out of the cold. Please call or text. Oh, so you can leash Shay the gelding as long as you stay at their place yes and she gets to watch you all the time yes but she is a he she is a he which is wrong i think by the way i know that seems weird (laughs) um beth sent in the last one here beth grade qh philly five months old been untouched gonna be 15 to 15 two hands tall when done growing old man Brought her to me to sell. She is a granddaughter of two-eyed red buck. <laughs> he couldn't get her registered because it was an accident breeding and Miguel did the stud that bred the mare and didn't know she was bred. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> he couldn't get her registered because it was an accident breeding and Miguel did the stud that bred his mare and didn't know she was bred. 650. <laughs> There's a lot in that sentence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so was this like a mare and the gelding had just been gelded and was still shooting, you know, live action stuff and, and it happened or did they breed? And then he's like, you know what? I probably should geld that stud that's out there with the mares. And he gelds her, <laughs> gelds him. Why would that preclude from registering? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either. Know. I couldn't figure that out either. I was stuck at two-eyed red buck, which is an interesting name for a horse. So you know I've let I've let Monty Roberts name two of my horses. Yes. And I'll tell you guys honestly, it's the end of the show. My biggest fear. What? You're gonna get a two eye red buck? <laughs> was that he was gonna name it like Skipper Bar, Two Eye Red Buck, Johnny Bill. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I was like 
please don't name my horse fancy something or other. <laughs> He it's does fancy. come from the western side. I know all of his horses have these like super westerny names, and all I'm afraid of is he'd be like, "This is Doc Bar Two Eyed Red Buck Fancy Sailor." <laughs> <laughs> no, please, God, I can't call my horse that. But you know what? He came up with good names, Zeus and Zara. We're he good. Did. He did. We have to get a baby update. We haven't had a baby update. We'll do that on Monday. We haven't talked about Zara in a long time. Yes, I know. She's. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. You feeling better about life now, Jemmy? We're at the end of having some fun here in an hour and a half. You okay now? Yeah, I'm much better. You're thank less you grumpy so now. Less grumpy. You're going to live longer. <laughs> Had some marijuana. Now we're all happy. Hey, hey. Gave the dog some. Everybody's <laughs> oh happy. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> happy. How about you, Jamie? You doing okay? I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I just want to go back to bed. Can she I say that uh, <laughs> that Really Bad Ads was too much work today? You guys didn't submit enough of your own ones that you read? I was thinking that. Yeah, I, I, just too much work. Yeah, we're tired on a Friday, and that's why we have you do the work. Just remind everybody. We're lazy and tired. And on that <laughs> note... <laughs> and on that note, Glenn's lazy and tired. He's going back to bed, I'm too. Going, I'm hey. going out of here. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. I'm going to have some, uh, hopefully, some really exciting news Monday morning. Silent Glenn doesn't even know what no, it is. So tune know. in, people. Wow. All right. And Spade, <laughs> Neuter, Geld. Do that.